At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. Go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome back to At the Window. He's Jared Smith. I'm Ariel Epstein. It's the new version of At the Window. We're going to be here every Sunday from oh, yeah. 12 to 2. And Adding then again for in game live from two, two to four you have to so do four hours of us yes we're gonna help that? preview a lot of these games and then also take you inside the games as well so it's gonna be really fun for the rest of the way especially when baseball season starts up we yes. love baseball season however today's a really important day for all all of us here in new york jared it is national pizza day <laughs> more important for the people in jersey i guess because they think they've got the best pizza in the country no no it's new york What's your favorite slice of pizza? The dollar slice I got last night leaving the studio was pretty good, right in Times Square. But uh, all serious, straight plain dollar slice. You don't take me as a plain slice guy. Why is that? I don't know. You definitely seem that you would like some kind of toppings. I do like toppings, but when you're getting the dollar slice, it's like you don't have a choice. It's like that's the point of the dollar yeah, slice. Yeah, but you, you live like in New York, so don't give us a bad reputation here. That's Tell true. us exactly where so, you would go and what you would so, do. It. Yeah, two brothers for the win, the pit says. That's that's the best dollar slice in the city. So I, I think there's it's it's hard to actually say this is the best pizza place in New York. I don't think there's a bad slice in New York, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Artichoke's really good. I, I, there's this place called B-Side that's on the corner of... Uh, it's actually really it's close to here, the studio. What do you get on the slice? Oh, okay. Um, I'm a pepperoni guy. I'm, I'm, I like cheese, too. I like cheese. No, you know what? I, I'm, I, I think a simple 
good slice of cheese, thin crust, no grease, just really crispy and really delicious. That I, I, I'm not a, I'm a simple man, Ariel. I'm a simple man. Easy things please me. I have to go with the penny vodka slice. See that would that doesn't surprise me. You seem like a penny vodka girl. Penny vodka slice for the win on National Pizza Day. Everyone, go get your pizza. Watch some college basketball. Watch some NBA yes. tonight. Watch the XFL. Oh, that starts in a, in an hour, right? Two o'clock. Yeah, first game. Is it so, the Guardians? Is our go? Is it yes, our boy, the Matt New McGoin? York Guardians? But we're gonna talk about this game. It's the Vipers at the Guardians. It is Mark Tressman of on the Vipers mm. up against the former New York Giants coach with Kevin Gilbride. Really interesting. He gets to be back in that MetLife Stadium. Yeah, that's that where the Guardians are going to be playing. We're going to talk about that in our last segment because it's going to be leading into that two o'clock hour. So we'll get all the updated lines, all the updated totals, and we'll be able to help walk you through as best as we can. Because again, like we mentioned, it's very hard to handicap these games right now. We're seeing it for the first time. The book's seeing it for the first time. We saw the overs hit yesterday, which is exactly what they were planning on yeah. for this um this league to be is an offensive powerhouse kind of team and I really enjoyed watching it we talked about it a little bit in the first hour I'm excited to see it's going to be every Saturday Sunday from two to five o'clock and Jared we were actually talking about this yesterday the championship is going to be April 26th yes it's perfect timing in my opinion it's just how do you see the XFL going into college basketball's March Madness and not falling yeah. into the mix? I, I, to be fair, I, I think the XFL, I mean, at least for me, everyone's different. Some people like football a little bit less. Some people like football a little bit more. It kind of, you know, it depends on where your, where your interests lie. For me personally, I'm a big college basketball guy. I will not be watching the XFL over March Madness. There's just no way. And to me, I, I'm captivated by the product. I'm captivated by what they've done. I'm impressed with what they've done. They've made the AAF look like a, just a junior circuit league. And that's good because I think the world could use football in the offseason. There's a lot of football fans out there, especially in those dog days of summer months where there's nothing. And obviously the XFL will not drag into that, but maybe the schedule does change down the road. Right now, it's just the eight-week sprint between now and the end of April, It's the perfect timing to start because February, in my opinion, is the worst sports month. That I totally agree with. I think February is the perfect month to have this start. I personally, though, will not be paying as much attention to it in March and especially that first week of April when the like on a Saturday night you're telling me you're watching. But how the about XFL you could the parlay the XFL games with <laughs> college basketball games? Oh well, now you're speaking my degenerate language, Ariel. Ooh, uh, I mean, I again, I'm not betting these games yet, and I, I'll yeah, tell you what I'm betting. It's a month away. In, exactly. So in April, I might. In April, I might. And that actually was multi-sport parlay. That's actually a fun that, you know, and we do this a lot in the Super Bowl. We do the cross sport props and stuff like that. So that could be a fun way to handicap these games. I, I like, like I said, I'm fascinated by the product. I'm not invested enough yet to start gambling on these games. Maybe next week, maybe after we see a full week and we start to digest a little bit and I can maybe plug some matchups in. Because right now, if you were to ask me, I would say favorites and overs, which sounds really chalky. How high can you see these overs getting, these totals getting? If if these teams really start figuring things out offensively, these could get into the 60s very easily. I mean, you saw college games. It is. And and also, the pace of the game is something we haven't talked about yet. So, shorter, shorter shock, or shorter shot clocks, shorter play clocks, and fewer timeouts and fewer flags. So, the pace is quickening. 
and it almost likens it to like one of those air raid offenses where you're up on the line of scrimmage, and we haven't, you know, we haven't seen yet. We haven't seen that double forward pass, which is another exactly. thing. They, they did not utilize. I it did yesterday. not see that yesterday at all. The the things that I really liked. We, t- we mentioned the kickoff rule. I mentioned Cardell Jones, who looked really good. I think he can be in the NFL at some point if he wants to get back in there, if there's a team that's willing to take a chance. And also, how about the score bugs putting the lines? that mm. we, we, we mentioned that yesterday. I think that's a cool thing. The evolution Loved needs to it. be the live lines, though. Yes. And that's obviously something we do a lot of, but that needs that's the next step. That would be really awesome. Um, that's going to be really tough, I think, on technology. However, yes. we saw ABC did utilize it in their score bug for the entire game. It was implemented into the score bug where the score is on the bottom of the screen. Sure. However, Fox made a graphic for the totals and the spreads. However, it wasn't up the entire game. So the thing that, that was interesting with the XFL is that the XFL told all the broadcasts they can talk about the spreads and the totals at their own um, leisure. They don't have to do it, but they could talk about it as much as they're comfortable about it. Mm-hmm. Steve Levy was really comfortable about it. Oh, he's ABC. a gambler. Yeah. Yes. So we saw a lot of ABC gambling conversation, and I think this is going to be really interesting to see now how the networks are going to approach sports betting. Agreed. And the XFL is going to be the gateway. And frankly, and I've been saying this, and, and Gabe shot this down, but I think it's going to be a thing. I, I think there needs to be a gambling uh, analyst in every booth. That would and be so awesome. It would. I mean, you know, similar to, you know, Mike Pereira, you know, he's a rules analyst. Why not have a gambling analyst? You know, right. and it, obviously certain announcers like Steve Levy, who's very open about it. He actually, I, he does those Bahama Bowl games and he mentions the gambling all the time. And, it, you know, certain broadcasters are more uh, in tune to that kind of thing. Scott Van Pelt's mm-hmm. the first one that comes to mind. Uh, but but other, other TV guys and other broadcasters are, are not quite in that realm yet. And so you're going to see a bit of an inconsistency with that. And I think that's the great the great example will be the Fox compared to the ABC broadcast. I think ESPN has taken more of a step towards gambling than Fox has right. uh, in terms Which of the shows Which is interesting because Fox it started is. Fox Bets. I know. It is interesting. I just think the announcers are not... And, and, and I think a great example of that is Joe Buck and, and, and Troy Aikman. They never mention it at mm-hmm. all. When on the flip side, Al Michaels mentions it basically every play. Uh, and, you know, he, he'll, he'll throw in little, well, that was overwhelming type of stuff. You know, like little digs to the over. And the, so, so basically we need Brent Musburger to be on the XFL I mean, broadcast. Brent Musburger is basically the elite of the elite of old school broadcasters. Him and Keith Jackson are like the best in my mind. You are looking live. It would be really interesting. And one of the things that also having a reporter on the field talking about how certain injuries might be impacting lines. And the XFL, I really do think, is going to be a gateway for sports. And it's going to be the way for sports to see how they can do it. And the XFL is at the advantage where they can play around with it a little bit and not get in trouble for doing these things. 100%. So it's. I think that whatever the XFL figures out to do with gambling is what sports will use as their basis for, okay, this is what we can do. It's not so bad. It's not going to get us in too much trouble because everyone's g- blaming gambling. Like we saw with the Baylor game the other day yeah. where people were messaging the player who missed the two free throws because Baylor was six and a half point favorites and they hit at six. It's messed up. It's not nice to do, obviously, no. but these are gamblers. One of these people asked... For $11 on Venmo. $11, Jared? Really? Like, I mean, I'm wow. no, I'm I'm not putting thousands of dollars on games. Sure. However, I'm not going and messaging athletes. No. Getting mad at them. Because you have to look at gambling in the same sense as looking at wins and losses. If you're a fan of a team and a player misses two free throws and you lose the game, it's the same thing. It's just that you might not have bet on the game, so it's just your heart broken. You didn't lose money. So you know what? It's called risking. How much do you want to risk? 
Well, that's why they ask you that because anything can happen in sports. You're risking your money because anything can happen. And I just completely disagree with the media turning this around on sports betting. You're going to have trolls all the time. You're always going to have people out there who are going to hate on players for absolutely no reason except for selfish reasons. These players obviously don't all know about gambling because technically they're not allowed to do it. Um, especially they're not allowed to gamble and bet on their own sport. They're technically allowed to for other sports, just not their own. Pete Rose. <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> who should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way, he should. He should. And we actually were laughing because we did see that um, President Trump. Did oh, tweet about yeah. That. Actually, the fr- it's probably the first time I've ever agreed with anything. President Trump has President said. Trump tweeted out that <laughs> Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it's ridiculous at this point because all he did was bet on his team to win. Yeah, he didn't bet against his team. No. If anything, and you know what? And, this and goes I doubt back- Pete Rose was moving lines. You no think? way. Not back then. They didn't no. know who was betting on. It. The lines did not move as much back then because there just wasn't as much action on these games uh, as there is today. And to go back to the XFL point, I, I, I again, it's a, fa- it's a fascinating handicap. It's a fascinating league. I think they are going to open some doors for gambling in the future. I think the fact that people are trolling this poor Baylor kid is absolutely ridiculous. How is it any different than if you blow $500 going to a game and your team loses? Right. You know, buying tickets and buying concessions and buying, and all of a sudden your team loses and you're like, I feel really bad about that. You feel the same way, but you're not going to email the player afterwards or tweet the player and be like, you lost the game. Give me my money back for the tickets. Silly. It's ridiculous. There are some rules, though, regarding the XFL in New York that we're going to touch on coming up next here on At the Window. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. 
and all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Welcome back to At The Window. He's Jared Smith. I'm Ariel Epstein. It's our new At The Window episode. We're excited. 12 to 2 every day, Eastern time, every Sunday, Eastern time. All right. So the New York State has really hated on gambling. It's really annoying. <laughs> I'm over it. We have to, I'm not over it. Cuomo needs to get on the grid. I'm not over it. Cuomo needs to get on the grid. Cuomo needs to understand how much fun it is to do this. I am sure he has never done this before. Because honestly, like I'd rather gamble than build a bridge. But that's just my opinion. So the New York State Appeals Court on Thursday struck down most of a law that authorized fantasy sports in the state of New York, dealing a setback to companies like Vandal and DraftKings. It's really unfortunate because like right now we can't even bet on the we can't do daily fantasy on no. the XFL in the state of New York. I actually started getting into gambling because of daily fantasy. It was the way I figured out how to handicap games because it was legal in the state of New York and that's where I live. So I wasn't able to gamble from New York, but I was able to play daily fantasy from New York. It makes it's it's just something fun. It's extra. And I I look at this compared to the stock market and no one's complaining about the stock market. However, it's similar. You're putting, it's a similar system, Jared. And I know 100%. you were in the finance world and oh, yeah. you're in the gambling world. So what are the correlations and why can you make the case for New York being so out of touch with why fantasy football and fantasy sports and gambling is not, it shouldn't be illegal. Yeah. So the difference is, so the way that the, that the New York state, Court, the appeals court is handling this is they're treating it now like a game of chance. And to me, that is not correct. I mean, obviously, there's chance involved in anything. The lotto, the stock market, whether or not you get hit by a bus when you walk out your car or when you walk out of your door every morning. There's chance in everything in life. There's a lot of skill, though. And by skill, I mean research, I mean knowledge, I mean the dedication to the craft. And whether it's not skill or knowledge in knowing sports, there's skill or knowledge in knowing the lines. Numbers. It's a numbers game. And for those of you that have come familiar with me at the network over the last few months, you know that I I do like the handicap games and I I take I I liken my 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 skill doing that. But I think my best skill is breaking down the numbers and the lines. And to me, that is where the skill comes in. Who's betting on what? Where does the line move? And then the effect of that in terms of an outcome. And it's, of course, it's not always an exact science. Nothing is in life, just like it is in finance, money, anything that involves uh, putting your money down on something and then taking an investment out. Uh, and I do liken it very much to finance. I think these players are like stocks. These teams are like, you know, ETFs that are baskets of stocks mixed together. And you put your money on one and you pull your money out of one and you try to find the right tune to make yourself money or at least have fun doing it while you're trying to make yourself some money. So I think the New York State Court of Appeals is wrong about this. This law will be appealed. This ruling will be appealed. So it is not a final decision yet. I hope it gets re-overturned and there's no, nothing's happened yet. So it's not like you can't play it. 
So on Thursday, the New York Supreme Court's appellate division delivered a strong ruling for the law's opponents, finding both that the law was unconstitutional and that daily fantasy sports could not be exempted from the penal code. The ruling was based on the court's finding that while daily fantasy sports require skill, it also involves a degree of chance, such as whether a player might have an injury or an illness or be affected by bad weather, poor officiating. So Cornelius D. Murray, who represents the four New Yorkers who brought the lawsuit forward, said he was pleased with the decision. Yeah, and to me, that's just like the silliest rule ever. Like, how does a stock could go down because some, you know, shipping carrier that was carrying that company's products had an accident trying to cross the Atlantic? How is that any different from a player getting hurt on the floor? To me, there's no difference here. And to me, this is just New York continuing to try to butt their head in business that they shouldn't be butting in. New York is losing millions of dollars every month in New Jersey. Every month. Yes. It is going across the Hudson River. And when we spoke to, um, when we were speaking to some people about it who are political figures in the state of New York, they were saying that that's their argument is that we need to climb out of debt and this would be one of those ways to do it. FanDuel and DraftKings. Millions of revenue. FanDuel issued a statement saying we expect that there will be an appeal and we'll be able to continue to offer contests while that appeal is decided. DraftKings also issued a statement saying the legislative action authorizing fantasy sports in New York was constitutional and in the best interests of taxpayers and fantasy sports fans. This is what happens in law, though, and this is what happens all the time. They just appeal, appeal, appeal because you keep appealing yeah. and then it keeps going on and on and on while FanDuel and the slow wheels of justice anyway. is what we call it. So you can still bet on it. However, you can't bet on you can't do daily fantasy or the XFL. Yeah. And, and to me, that's just like a loophole that I'm sure that they'll figure out at some point. I Again, this all it's goes like back. FanDuel not being able to. You're not able to place bets on New Jersey teams. In yes. FanDuel. And that's I understand why it's a silly rule, but I understand why. I think the bigger picture here is New York State continues to try to shove this underneath the rug. And they think that gambling is just going to go away. Guess what? It's not. New Jersey's had almost we $2 billion in handle. No. It, well, the money, like, so one of my favorite movies of all time is All the President's Men. And it's a movie about the Watergate scandal and Woodward and Bernstein and how they unlocked the Nixon scandal. And how he broke into the Watergate Hotel and he, and he was spying on the Democratic National Committee during the re-election uh, of 1972. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman, incredible actors, great stuff. The big scene in that movie is when Dustin Hoffman meets Deep Throat, who's like their insider source that gives them all this information. And his big takeaway from the meeting was Deep Throat said to Dustin Hoffman, who was playing uh, Bernstein in the movie, follow the money. The money is there in New Jersey. And New York eventually has to get on board with this or they are going to get left behind in the dust. Let's be real. It's not hard for us to drive across the Hudson, uh, you know, drive across the Lincoln Tunnel and GW Bridge and put our bets in. We do it all the time. I ask my friends to do it in New Jersey all the time. 25% of the, the train. Exactly. Money train. 25% of the handle from New Jersey is coming from the state of New York. It's not going to stop people in New York from betting. All it's going to do is let New York watch all of this money float across the river. It's going to happen eventually. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen this year because Cuomo's in bed with the casino lobbies upstate. But eventually, it has to happen. And this law is only going to put another obstacle in front of that eventual end goal of getting New York legalized for mobile sports wagering. It is the stupidest thing I've seen this side of the Watergate scandal. Let's just, you know, tie it up with a nice bookend there. It's absolutely ridiculous, but at least the money is there. And that is how this is going to get through. $50 million in revenue last month for the state of New Jersey. You're telling me that New York can't use $50 million of extra revenue every month? That's like 10 schools that they could build. 
Speaking of fighting, UFC, big fight last night. Yeah. John Jones gets the unanimous decision, 48-47, 48-47, 49-46, to retain the UFC light heavyweight title in the co-main event of UFC 247. As the bell was rung at the end of the fifth round, each man raised his arms thinking they had won. <laughs> I was watching this fight. <laughs> I thought it was pretty close. I didn't think it should have been by unanimous decision. However, Jared, what are your thoughts on last night's fight uh, between John Jones and Dominic Reyes? I, I'll, I'll preface it by saying I'm not the biggest fight fan. We talked about I this I think you before. should toss me those gloves over there. You want me to want the gloves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put them on because, you, you know. going to beat this, me up? We didn't even label it this way. Are you going to beat me up? I feel like you probably could with those gloves Maybe. on. No, we didn't even preface it. So, like, we make these, like, rundowns and we make these scripts. And, like, we should have just labeled this the fight scene. This is, when, this, is when we, this is when Sports Grid really needs yeah, like an HR whole- department because I think I'm about to get beat up. I, I think you're kind of on the <laughs> wrong hand, I think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she puts them on the wrong hand. They're I'll huge. See. They're not going to fit anyway. They are very no, big. No, I don't think they are. I, I just think that they don't fit me. Who are they signed by? Is that, like, Tyson? I don't know. I can't tell. So I'll say this about UFC, and, and I feel this way about all fighting sports in general. We don't have that, like, definitive winner in some of these because it's just, like, we just don't know. And I, I don't like sports that are determined by, like, judges. And I feel the same. No, I, nothing, I don't take anything away from how hard it is to compete in these sports. Figure skating, gymnastics, all the stuff that are determined by judges – but I just don't like betting on a sport where I don't know what the final score. Like the final like score is different. People think that they could have won exactly. Like the final score for one person is different than the other. Like imagine if you bet on the Super Bowl and like the Super Bowl and the Niners are like, no, we really won. We 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 were the team that won. And the Chiefs are like, no, we were the team that won. Well, the score says the Chiefs won, so the Chiefs won. So to me, when there's like multiple scores in a in a certain, it's like it's very murky to me. And I'm not telling you not to bet on it because there's obviously value and there's things that you can find an edge with. But personally, I don't like betting on sports where I don't know the definitive final score. Right. So a lot of people actually thought that this would be a split decision, and yeah. it ended up being unanimous. And what happens to the bets if it's a split decision? Who wins? Well, it's a could- push. You get your money back. And, well, you could bet, too, that it could have been decided Correct. by a yes. split decision. There so people go. could have had it there, too. So Dominic Reyes gets his first loss. He was undefeated. However, John Jones did have one loss already, even though people don't really count it because they say that it it was just like a disqualification type of thing. So John Jones picks up another win. Everyone says, you know, best ever, best in the world, UFC light heavyweight title again. Um, so, yeah, that was – it was exciting, though. It went to five rounds. We I'm got, sure the fight was exciting. It was. We got our money's worth because after the McGregor fight, everyone was so excited. The hype was there. And then, knockout, done. <laughs> How many seconds in? Yeah, exactly. Hey, wait. Do we have the bell here? Where is it? Well, that's the thing. You had, you had the bell, and then you had the knockout. Like, there was – I <laughs> – my mom got – my mom got billed and because my dad told me I could – I could buy it, and for the McGregor fight, she goes, "What is this for ninety dollars?" I watched. I, it was by the a way, whole thirty I, I, seconds. I streamed it online, and it was just as good. You got ripped off there. I'm sorry. It's okay. It was worth it because it was okay. fun to watch. However, at least this was five rounds. I'm sure your mom's watching. Hi, Mrs. Epstein. It was five rounds, so it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So I know that, like, you know, it's not your biggest thing, but I really, I, I don't respect mind. it. I respect it. To. And these guys are absolutely. As I was these telling you, warriors. I was a gymnast, so I understand the whole everything subjective thing because in gymnastics, the same type of things can happen. And you see this a lot too with dominance because John Jones, 
a lot of that could have been that he, you know, it went to him because people are really excited for him to be, you know, the greatest. And you see it in gymnastics, too, with Simone Biles. Who knows? Maybe someone that did something Simone Biles might have done, whether it's a pointed toe that they gave it. They give a little leeway to Simone Biles and they wouldn't have necessarily given it to Jared Smith. Well, they definitely I cannot point my toes. Kevin Walsh just walked in. Kevin can point his toes. Kevin, can you touch your toes, Kevin? No. No, he says no. no. He cannot touch his toes. It's cold outside, so maybe he's a little he needs to warm up. He needs to warm up the hammies a little bit. Yeah, we'll have him stretch it out a little. He's going to play some basketball. I heard Jared might be pay- playing some basketball. Oh with, yeah, Scotty uh, Scotty Farrell <laughs> wants to put me in the earth. My mom said hi, Jared. Oh, hi Miss Epstein. We're going to talk some more of today's games next here at the window. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. here right now we're on the grid here at at the window jared smith joining me i'm ariel epstein final half hour here so in 
30 minutes, we have the first game of Woo! today's slate of XFL games, and it is the Tampa Bay Vipers up against the New York Guardians. You are New York Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> the Tampa Bay Vipers, though, a lot of people are high on them, especially with Mark Tressman as the head coach of the Vipers, and then you have Kevin Gilbride as the head coach of the Guardians. The Guardians do play at MetLife Stadium. Really going to be funny to watch Gilbride be back on those sidelines. I'm sure. I don't know. It's a little. It's a little cold, but it's not bad out. It's actually a kind of nice New York wintery. Is it weird though that like all the other games are being played in like smaller venues, and this is the only one that's like in like the big NFL venue? Yeah, like the games yesterday looked like the the, the crowds were packed. They're like twenty thousand people. Great. Yeah, it did. It, it looked really good. You see, it looked like it had a good crowd of people. And actually, Houston is playing where the Texas Rangers baseball yeah. team used to play because now the Rangers are moving over into a new stadium. So they ended up keeping the Rangers old stadium in Arlington for this Houston for the Dallas Renegades. Or is it the Dallas Renegades playing there? Is it? Right, I the, think it is Dallas, yeah, Dallas Renegades. Renegades. Dallas yeah, yeah. Renegades. We got to get these. I tell you, the names are fun. And the Vipers uniforms are fresh. They've yes. got these like the V and then like the snake visor. It's really cool. So FanDuel really just seems to be set on this 53 number in the total. Yeah. Because today the total is 53 and a half for the Vipers Guardians game. And then it's 53 as well for Battlehawks and Renegades. We said it's really hard because with all these points, like with all these, um, like one, three, five for the extra points. Yeah, when you're talking variance. about spreads, it's very difficult. However, why is 53 the key number in all four of these games this weekend? Jack? Honestly, I think that's just, it's just a guess at this point, because if you're an odds maker and, and, and this is always a fascinating conversation. We have it with, I have it with Kevin all the time about as much as we struggle to set, to, to pick the games, the odds makers struggle just as much with these, you know, under the radar games, college basketball, mid-major type of games. They struggle just as much to set the lines. And and we've seen on many occasions, we've seen it with big games. I remember there was a Green Bay uh, Niners game the other day or f- a few weeks ago. No, it was, it was the Packers-Vikings game on Monday night when the Packers were like three-point dogs to the Vikings. And I remember texting Dave Sherpin, who we had on the show on Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, well, what's going on with this Packers line? He's like, it's the worst line I've ever said. I don't know why. So the, the, the odds makers struggle too. They have bad weeks. They have bad days. And I think in this situation with the XFL, with the all the unknowns, I think they probably just, all right, we're going to pick an arbitrary number that we think is right, and then we're going to play off of it week to week. And ironically enough, they were pretty spot on yesterday because the one game was 37-17-54. The other game was 31-19 right at 50. So they were right in that vicinity, and I would not be surprised if on the early going. Especially both after slow starts. I know, and you know, it's funny because... There's no way these odds makers have any idea what they're doing right now. They're just trying to put their best foot forward and give us something, a product that we can bet on. And obviously, the product on the odds have been pretty spot on. The favorites have both covered. Both overs have hit. So it, I'll be curious. And, and the over in, in that first game, if you got so on the wrong really side of the number. what I'm really interested to see, too, mm. is because when, you know, I was talking to John Sheeran of FanDuel, sure. and he was telling me that he doesn't move lines because a lot of money comes in. He's moving lines yes. because someone who he really respects in the gambling community comes in with a lot Contrary of money. Contrary to what your co-host and in the morning he, thinks. Ex- ex- <laughs> yes. But he will move the line because someone who he respects in the industry comes in with a lot of money, exactly. and he'll move the line for that person. With that being said, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are on who's moving the lines for the XFL because the Vipers opened up as two-point favorites and now they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. In this this situation, I think it's strictly money because there's no way that you can have a respected XFL player at this point. There's respected gamblers that probably are getting a little bit more juice, but there's no way you can have a respected XFL better on day two of this. (laughs) But to John's point, 
if there's a gambler that usually is on the right side of the market and he comes in and makes a large wager on this game, that will probably move the line. So I would move the line for you because you went to Penn State, as we mentioned, and the quarterback of the New York Guardians is Matt McGloin. So give us a little preview into what your thought is of Matt McGloin. You know, when we watched Matt McGloin, and and unlike some of these other players, Matt McGloin has NFL experience. He started games in the NFL. So, I, I, you know, he has a little bit of pedigree to to bank off of. I know absolutely nothing about the rest of this Guardians roster. I don't know how deep they are up front. I don't know what kind of weapons McGloin has to work with. But if you're just handicapping the quarterback, I think McGloin can make all the throws. I mean, there's no doubt about that. His issue is he's not very big. He's not very athletic. He doesn't move outside of the pocket very well. That's why he was not a good fit in the NFL. But in this particular system where the defenses are not going to be as athletic, they are not going to throw as complicated of schemes at Matt McGloin. I certainly think he has a chance to be successful. And with Kevin Gilbride, who, again, has a lot of NFL experience. He's been an offensive coordinator. He's been a head coach. He has the pedigree to make some plays and to figure out how to get the most out of what is not a skeleton offense, but probably not the most... uh, you know, dynamic or most, uh, you know, complicated offensive scheme out there. I like McGloin. The points are intriguing today, but we've seen the line go in the other direction. I'm not, I'm not betting this game, but if I had to bet it, I probably would take the points. So Matt McGloin, as we said, he's going to be with Kevin Gilbride. Kevin Gilbride, the head coach of the New York Guardians. On the other side is Mark Tressman, who's of the Tampa Bay Vipers. Tressman's going to get creative with his combination of sure. quarterbacks as well. When you're looking at the coaching matchup here, what are your thoughts? Well, tr- well, Tressman's another one of those guys that, you know, had a chance in the NFL with the Bears, failed miserably. It was not good. Jay Cutler and him did not see eye to eye, and that situation was an absolute disaster. Uh, this is a n- different, and, and it's funny because I think in this situation, it's easier for us to handicap the coaches than the actual players because right. these coaches. We know we, the coaches. Exactly. We've seen Tressman. He's got the elite, you know, offensive mind, and he's done all these great things on offense. So I would expect both of these teams to be a little bit more aggressive They've got and and the Flowers kid, uh, the South Florida quarterback, is playing quarterback for the uh, Vipers today. He's got a little bit of juice to him as well. He's basically the exact opposite of Matt McGloin. He likes to move outside of the pocket. I would expect to see some read option. I'd expect to see some veer and dive option. Get him on the edge. Try to create some plays with his athleticism. And then McGloin will be the exact opposite. Stay in the pocket. Pick up, you know, pick apart the defense and try to, you know, try to move the ball down the field with your wide receivers and your tight ends. It's a fascinating matchup. And again, tight ends, by the way, have been the position that seems to be struggling to make it in the XFL. Yeah, there's been not all of the teams, but a few teams, a lot of the criticism on their offense is that they don't have Hmm. a solid tight end. That's interesting Mm -hmm. because you would think tight ends wouldn't be the wouldn't be the most difficult position to fill because there's a lot of talent out there, but they're not as much of a hot commodity in the NFL to have on your own. You know, and it's it's funny you mention that because to me, the a fascinating thing with this league, do they try to create their own brand or do they try to just be the feeder league for the NFL? And uh, Scott Wetzel made a good point yesterday. We've got Cardell Jones uh, for the D.C. team, and he plays really well. And all the D.C. fans get get in love with Cardell Jones, and then, boom, he's in the NFL next year, and then all those jerseys are meaningless. So I, I'm, I'm curious, and again, this is not a question well, that we'll answer they're today. Not gonna have they're not going to have a choice. They're going exactly. to have to be that kind of... Well, that's, that the, kind well of that's what the AAF wanted to be. And that's why I'm curious if the XFL wants to set their brand apart, where players are like, no, nah, I want to play in the XFL. Or if it's just like, no, my goal is just to get to the NFL. Here's you know, the thing. I, think it goes, I think it will go both ways because mm-hmm. you're going to get players who have played in the NFL and maybe their careers are just kind of trending downwards and they might not be banged up enough to want to quit the game, mm-hmm. but they'll want to play because it could be a place where they can build their brand. However, you're going to have players like Cardell Jones who still have a lot of um, 
they still have a lot left in the tank yeah. to be able to go and play 100%. in the NFL. Or an Aaron Murray, the former Georgia quarterback. Yes, that's another one I'm very fascinated to watch today. Yes. You know, the, and again, I, I think the XFL has the pedigree with Vince McMahon and certainly the resources. For sure, that's what they also had over be, the AAF. Yes, I mean, and Andrew Luck's no, father. One's pull, no one's pulling the plug on the XFL in week four. I, I forget which week the no, AAF No, I think that it'll under. make it through the season. It'll sure. definitely make it through the season. I, I, I think it's, and it has to, because if it doesn't, you're There's, never going to see you're football never going to see another exactly yes so another interesting storyline for the Tampa Bay Vipers is that one of their wide receivers Antonio Callaway you might remember the yes. name he's a former Cleveland Brown however Callaway on Wednesday got hurt at practice as he injured his lower leg he's not going to be playing now he's going to be rehabbing that lower leg however in the NFL he suspended the first ten games of the regular season for next year due to violating the drug policy of the NFL. Now he's going to be rehabbing his leg and he's going to have to fight this, you know, 10 game suspension where, I mean, not that he's fighting it, but he's going to have to, this was going to be the way that Callaway was going to stay in shape for the NFL, especially Mm. if he needs to sit out those first 10 games of the season. How do you see Antonio Callaway having a future in not just the NFL, but in football as well? He's so talented. He's a fast kid. However, he reminds me of Josh Gordon. He does, and you know, it kind of it, it brings me back to the um, to the hard knocks with the yep. Browns a couple years ago, and kind of how they you know utilized him. And he and you could already see the writing on the wall that he wasn't the best of kid. You know, he wasn't the most wholesome of kids. Like he he had some some demons so that he talent. was fighting. Yeah, incredible talent, a lot of demons. So I, I, I hope he does well. I don't wish ill will on any of these players because I know that they're fighting for their lives. We liken it to, you know, coming Just up to the minor leagues how, of our broadcasting ranks. how great he'd ranks. be for the offense for the Vipers. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, if he's healthy and he's 100%, that's a player that can certainly make some noise uh, in any league because he can do it at the NFL level. So, a- again, I, I don't wish ill will on anyone. I really hope that he continues to improve and continues to get healthy. But a very tough situation. Very tough situation anytime you've got these guys that are on the edge of the league and they're fighting to get back in it and they're fighting an uphill battle because the talent, like every year in the NFL, it's a new crop of players. And and he's one of the guys that I think can, can make some noise in the NFL, but he's got to stay healthy and he's got to keep his head on straight. Is there a drug policy in the XFL? I don't know. I would assume. You think? There should be. You can't, and again, and, and, and this goes back to my previous point, what is the XFL trying to accomplish? Are they trying to be their own standalone brand, or are they trying to be like the AAF and be a feeder league for the NFL? If they are trying to be their own standalone brand, then it's up to Vince McMahon to determine if the, he wants these guys on steroids or whatever else they're going to do to get, you know, to make big plays and to be the best and all that fun stuff. If they want to be a feeder league for the NFL, they've got to fall in line with those higher arching rules. It did intrigue me that they're trying to be safer, whereas yeah. we did not see that the first time that the Correct. NFL came 100%. around. Now they're trying to be a safe league and get players to want to stay and play for this league so their future isn't jeopardized by playing in the XFL. There is one more game to preview tonight. We're going to be doing that. XFL, stay tuned on the grid. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you will always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can even alert you before you go too low or when you're too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see, like more time and range and lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. segment here on at the window we are getting closer to kickoff for the two o'clock Tampa Bay Vipers at New York Guardians game also a bunch of college basketball today NBA picking up at 3 30 and then that will go through the night in game live we'll take it from here at two o'clock and bring you through all the games however we have one more game to cover in the XFL it's the night game the five o'clock game St. Louis Battlehawks are at the Dallas Renegades Dallas Renegades quarterback Jordan Ta'amu is the former Ole Miss quarterback. Mm. He's making his first pro football start today against the Renegades. The one name that you might associate him with is the Seahawks wide receiver, DK Metcalf. That was one of his receivers at Ole Miss. Jared, what do you remember about Ta'amu? Yeah, dual threat quarterback. He, you know, he had over 500 yards rushing. He had almost 4,000 yards passing in that 2018 season with Metcalf, and then Metcalf went pro. Ta'amu was on the practice squad for the Texans and obviously didn't work out, and, and, and now he's in the XFL. I, I, I think he's a good player. I think he's one of the more athletic players that we're going to see at the quarterback position. We mentioned the Flowers kid on Tampa Bay who had that really good career with USF, and you You've got this Tamu kid. It's kind of interesting because you're, you're seeing two types of quarterbacks in these systems. You're seeing the McGloin, who's more of the pocket passer, and then you've got the Flowers and the Tamu, who are kind of you know on the edge, on the outside type of players. Again, we don't know what we're going to get. I'm, I've got my popcorn ready just like everybody else does. Uh, Metcalf's season with him was impressive. They didn't have a great year wins loss-wise, but but they could move the ball. Uh, that was also that land shark defense, uh, you know, with the Ole Miss. So it's 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 kind of an interesting handicap. But but again, don't go into these games thinking you're going to bet the house on one of these teams just yet. 
Go in, sprinkle a little bit, have some fun, get yourself invested. Our guys at MSG are going to be mad you said sprinkle. Yeah, they are. At MSG, they said Jerry can only say sprinkle. It's the only place. However, our buddy Kyle Carney is going to have to. Uh, I'm going to tell him. Yeah, you're going to tell you're him. Going you're going to MSG get me in after trouble. this. You could check us out before the next game. However, yeah. Dallas probably has one of the most, if not the most, accomplished head coaches in Bob Stoops, the former Oklahoma yes. quarter. I mean, the Oklahoma head coach. Would you declare Bob Stoops as the most successful head coach in the XFL? Absolutely. I mean, he's won a national championship. He's had great career. He had a great career with Oklahoma. And obviously all of the recruiting that he's done probably helps in this situation because it, I liken these programs to college programs. You have to convince these kids to come in and play and play hard because it, it, it's a lot of work to get to pull a program together in just a few months. And I do liken it to kind of starting up a new program in college football. It's like an expansion franchise, basically, in the NFL as well. And, you know, the organizational aspect to it, Bob Stoops has the most experience. Mark Trustman, I think, has a little bit of juice as well. He, he, he had a lot of buzz around him uh, when, when he was coming up through the ranks and, and when him and Jay Cutler, that the personality clash was too deep to overcome there. But Trestman was a very hot commodity in the NFL for several years. Gilbride kind of flamed out, so I, I don't give him too much love. But yeah, Bob Stoops, I mean, you're talking about one of the elite college coaches uh, in the history of college football, and Oklahoma's had the pedigree for years, and obviously things just kind of went south there, and you know, Lincoln Riley's done a great job in his as his replacement. Uh, but Bob Stoops certainly has the pedigree, and I'm fa- again, it's it's really fun to watch this. It's really fun Especially to watch this Especially because they mic up the head coaches, and they were right. actually letting us get to hear the coaches calling some of the plays. Yeah, and, you know, Kevin just told me, I, I didn't know this, I actually forgot about this, but Tressman was uh, several titles he won in the CFL. So mm-hmm. so he has experience in unique rules football. as well. Yeah, you know, where, football. Yeah, the CFL has got, you know, got those funky rules, the big end zones and, and the weird, you know, motion rules and stuff like that. So Tressman and Stoops are the two coaches that fascinate me the most. Interesting. So, yes, Tampa Bay Vipers at the New York Guardians in MetLife Stadium Sunday, 2 p.m. Today, 2 p.m. Eastern. St. Louis Battlehawks at the Dallas Renegades today, 5 p.m. Eastern. Let's just check in before we give some best bets. Let's check in on some of the games going on right now. Play a little in-game live. In-game live again starting 2 o'clock here on the grid. Cincinnati at Connecticut. Cincinnati up 56-52. Cincinnati, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Eight minutes left in regulation. Total 139-and-a-half, Jared. I, we liked Cincinnati earlier. I still like Cincinnati. The one that jumps out to me is that Ohio State-Wisconsin Yes, Wisconsin score. has taken a huge lead up by 18, 38-20 wow. in the first half. Now Ohio State Big getting 14 and a half Ariel. points. Big 10 home teams. Ohio State getting 14 and a half points. I would take the 14 and a half. Really? Absolutely. They make the comeback? 100, just keep it within 14 and a half. They don't have to come back. Uh, Butler looks, uh, looks like they're going to go down two to Marquette. We mentioned that Marquette line. I think it was like right around eight and a half. So if if you did take it, then you're 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 feeling pretty good about yourself with you Marquette. Did like Marquette, I did. I think I, I knew Marquette was going to win. I thought the eight and a half was a lot of points. They're they're probably probably going to cover it, uh, but they're definitely going to cover the pregame line of four, which I really liked. Hockey also going on right now, Jared. Boston Bruins are at the Detroit Ooh. Red Wings. The Red Wings up one nothing right now in the second period. I have to call Gabe for that. I, I honestly have not. I haven't handicapped hockey in a long time. I, I need to get How better about with my hockey. Pebble Beach today. Ooh, actually, yeah, that's right. It is Pebble Beach today. Now that I can get into later. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch that. All right. So uh, Phil Mickelson minus one ten. Love Phil Mickelson at Pebble Beach. Love Mickelson, the lefty. At Pe- I'm a lefty, so I, I'm always rooting for Phil. Is Tiger playing in this tournament? Uh, I don't know. Kevin is Tiger playing in this tournament? He doesn't Kevin, know. Kevin's not a golf guy. I wasn't. Kevin seems like an everything guy. Well. <laughs> 
Tiger is not. Um, I don't see any odds on him right now. I do see Nick Taylor, second best odds at plus one ninety five. Jason Day at plus five hundred. You know who's really good at handicapping golf? Cam Stewart. He is. He's really, really good at handicapping golf. And that's the beauty of this network. We have someone at this network that can handicap every sport. Oh, like, for sure. Like, if I need a basketball prop, I'm calling Kevin. If I need a hockey prop, I'm going to call Gabe. If I need a golf prop, I'm going to call Cam. Yes. Wetzel does a little bit of everything. Actually, Wetzel and I were breaking down the UFC last night, too. Mm. I know. Wetzel was, like, all about the UFC fight last night. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I was excited for it, Yeah, too. you were really excited about it. I was, it. and I'm not much of Paid a... Paid a cover at a bar just to go in and watch it. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> it was it was very worth it, though. It, it, it seemed like a good fight, you know? But again, I just can't get behind these sports where there's no, like, clear-cut winner. And oh. it's like, this guy could win, but maybe this guy wins. Who All knows? All right, so I'm not going to ask you to pick a UFC fight, but I am going to ask you to go through a few of your games today that you have yes. an eye on. Well, I, and we just had a nice and conversation. haven't started yet. We had a really fun conversation during the break, and, and Kevin smacked some sense into me. So I had one of the easiest handicaps of the he year. He did take for the me. boxing gloves from me. He did. He wants to. He wants to beat. You. He wants to beat me up later. That's the problem. Everyone wants to beat me up on this show. Why can't people just be nice? Make He's love, not, nice. not war. Yeah, you have your moments. Uh, so the easiest handicap of the season for me was Anthony Davis over points and rebounds against the Rockets the other night. Now, the, now the Lakers ended up losing that game, but Davis flew over that prop, and that's because the Rockets had probably my size players on the floor, 6'6 six, six and under. And to me, and I didn't even think about this because we're doing this game for MSG, and it didn't even cross my mind when I was handicapping the game, but how can you not just do the same exact thing with Rudy Gobert today over 32.5, which is significantly less than the 38.5 points and rebounds that we had for Anthony Davis the other night. Obviously, Gobert is not quite the elite score that Davis is, but 32.5 is a really good number. Gobert is averaging almost a double-double this season. I like that prop today. Uh, not a lot of inside presence uh, for the Jazz or for the Rockets against the Jazz in this game, and Gobert, if he is that big-time center, that all-star center that he wants to be and he is in the all-star game next week he's going to have a big game points rebounds over 32 and a half book it so let's actually stick to these because people who watch this might not actually watch the msg segments which sure. come on five minutes before the knicks game night which is the knicks pregame show um so we do this thing called dollar holla and it is our long shot bets <laughs> these are your favorites You're really i love them they're they're our long shot bets actually even though they're long shots jared and i do pretty well on them barely um, well you do better than me actually greg sussman does sneaky good he job does so we don't really get to talk about why we're choosing our yeah, dollar house too much because it's a very quick segment on msg network before those next games however i do want to go through them for our viewers here because it's important to give our sports grid viewers what we're 100%. giving msg network so jared you have john morant 25 or more points and a grizzlies win which is at plus 760 tell us why Okay, so I am not a big fan of the Washington Wizards defense. We all know that they're a run-and-gun team. Yep. Everybody likes to bet against the Wizards, and I'm going to go against them today, too. So off of a loss, now the Grizzlies had that really bad loss against Philly the other night. Grizzlies off of a loss, 8-2 and two straight up, 8-2 and two against the number. So if you pick John Morant's props, you can go over 20 points plus a Grizzlies win. That's plus 300. And that's a pretty good number. And John Morant's averaging right around that this year. And the Wizards' defense obviously is not at that level. I like the Grizzlies a lot today. At I was minus honestly two. shocked that it was at plus 760. For I them. know. So over 25 points, if you keep yes. going up the scale, that's when it really turns into a long shot at plus 760. I, I, I would play both 
you know, you know, you do half of your bet on plus 300, half of your bet on plus 760. I think both are good bets. Obviously, the 25 points, a bit more of a long shot. Morant's had a few big scoring games this year. Surprisingly, he's been slowed down a little bit of late, and I do think the rookies are starting to hit a wall. We've seen it with Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero of the, of the Heat. You know, they had a hot start out of the gate, no pun intended, and then they've kind of cooled off a little bit. We're starting to get to that point in the year for the rookies a college basketball season is 40 games. We're way past that now, and I think the rookies have cooled off a bit. So Morant has taken a step back, but this is a great matchup for the Grizzlies today. And it's not just the rookies who have cooled off a little, and not to say that James Harden isn't playing well, but he's cooled off from when he was on his Damian Lillard-type streak. Sure. It seemed like James Harden was hitting 60 points a game. I actually, so my dollar holla, my long shot bet, is James Harden over 40 points and a Houston Rockets win. That's at plus 550. I'm a little nervous about it, though, because if this was earlier in the season, I would say James Harden over 40 points for sure. Mm. He hasn't had over 40 points since the Grizzlies game on January 14th. He had 41 points. He's had 40 points in two of the last four games against New Orleans and the Hornets. However, Harden hasn't hit that over 40 mark that often recently. He hit it that January 14th game, and then he hit it again against the Atlanta Hawks on January 8th. So he had 41 there. But I do like it in this case because just because of matchups and, um, you know, so you have the Rockets playing the Jazz. It's going to be either him or Westbrook having a high-scoring game again. And I think that the odds were good. It was worthy. And I see you're changing right now in our rundown. You're Rudy Gobert. You're Rudy I put Gobert. it in already. So you're going to hear it later in about three hours. Yeah, you get to hear it on MSG, MSG Network. Um, so I, just one more thing. Kevin because- Walsh gets the assist for that pick. Yes, he does. The one last thing I'll talk about, because we have one minute left. The Knicks are at the Hawks tonight. The Knicks getting four and a half points, yeah. total 226 and a half. That line's line on moved the move. tremendously. Yeah, on the move. So just in the last minute or so here, Jared, walk us through why the Knicks line's moving. So I, it's it's got to be two reasons. One second of a back-to-back uh, for the Knicks, and they've not been good on the second of a back-to-back this season. They're actually the hottest team in the league, uh, ATS-wise, which is just crazy to think. Four straight uh, ATS and straight-up wins uh, for the Knicks. And, of course, you would expect you're going to see Clint Capella tonight for the Hawks. And, a bad matchup for the Knicks, I think, having to travel after the game last night. Now they've, or I, I who did they play last night? Detroit. So they got to go from Detroit to Atlanta overnight. That's a tough trip. All right, Jared. Well, we're going to be on MSG Network together. Yep. You get to deal with me for like a oh, hour yay. or so. <laughs> but you can catch us there um, right before Knicks uh, game night tonight. This has been At The Window. You have in-game live coming up next. Kevin Walsh is just itching to get into this seat. Stay tuned. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.